0: hi i'm your host matt starfer and this is episode 38 of the five minute geek show a twice weekly show about development and everything around it it's one topic per episode about front end, back end mobile project management design entrepreneurship whatever if it's geeky it fits today we're going to be talking about working remotely so i uh run a team of all remote developers. Uh, Titan Co., we are all remote. We are based out of Chicago, which means that my uh, co-founder, Dan, and I uh, lived in Chicago when we started it. Um, and my co-founder, my partner, Dan and I, and we no longer, or I no longer do. He still lives in Chicago. Um, I live in Florida and the whole rest of our team is distributed around the country. And also we got one guy up in Canada. So we run an entirely distributed team. And of course, remote is the future. And people say kind of setting things like, you know, I went to this job application that didn't allow remote and they require you to live in 1991 because everybody has done remote since then. So, you know, there's clearly at least a little bit of a vision for working remote being the future um and of course we've read read, all read the book you know remote when we're thinking about being remote the by 37 signals now base camp team and you know everyone wants to work remote and i run a remote team so we let's start with the caveat that of course i think this is a good way to do it but uh i was listening to uh kent beck on the full stack radio podcast and um he works remote and he basically his answer to how do you deal with you know the differences between working remote and not his answer basically was like i work remote because i want to work for facebook and i don't want to move where facebook is and remote's clearly not as good that's, that's kind of his thing and i think that's i think that's an important distinction that everyone's scared to make that we need to make is that working remote introduces challenges that aren't there for working in person in terms of effective collaboration of a team there's just things that you can never get from remote that you can get from being there in person and even the things that you can get you have to work a little bit harder for now the, the wins that you get from a remote are obvious and myriad so it's worth it it's absolutely worth it the ability to build a, a large and diverse team of people to live closer to their families you know there's just a million reasons why a remote is absolutely worth it but we have to acknowledge that those reasons are not those reasons being good and worthwhile? Don't mean that there aren't hindrances or aren't reasons why remote can be bad. There's a reason why you, Yahoo and other teams have brought all their team together in one place, and it's not just because they're you know backwards minded bigots or whatever, it's because it's much harder and much more work to run a team that's remote. So, here is kind of our mentality in, the, in terms of how we do it at Titan. Uh, our goal is, and it's been my goal since day one, is to reproduce the the positive experiences you get from working together in the same place as best as possible in a remote environment. And so what are all those things? Well, I wish I had a perfect list of them. We're still trying to make that list as we go. But one of them has just been the interpersonal interactions you have in casual manners with your coworkers. And another one has been, you know, the opportunity to... I don't know to to be away from you know home or whatever if that's the way you work the best or you know another one is as devoted time to sit in a room and draw and whiteboard up ideas and you know the other thing is is pair programming and looking over somebody's shoulder and another thing is you know talking about that exciting article that you read or whatever just and another thing is you know seeing people face to face and meeting families and stuff and there's millions more I don't have nearly enough time to talk about it so the question for us as someone who run, or people who run a remote team, is How do you reproduce as much of that as possible in the context of being remote? Uh, and so, for example, you know, we've started with uh, Campfire and then we moved to Slack. And it's these are basically kind of group kind of chat things, if you're not familiar with them, that allow the whole team to kind of chat together um, and you know, we, we had a thing for a while called squiggle, which basically pulled up a little video of every single person in the team. And it took a screenshot of them every couple minutes and you could tap on somebody and actually see their video. So you could get the feel like they're actually there. And we do uh, pair programming. So two people will kind of work on the same task for hours at a time with each other's voices in their ears, using a tool called screen hero, um, so that they can actually be working on it as if they were side by side working on it. And we do an on-site once a year where we fly everybody into this, last two years it's been in san diego and we meet the families of anybody who's in san diego and you know and we all get to know each other and hang out and yes we work but we also chill and you know uh, eat food and you know all that kind of stuff so piece by piece by piece we're trying to develop the environment of you getting the positive experiences out of you know, working for us remotely that you would from working in a team. And one of the biggest difficulties has been how do we work collaboratively on a project together? One of them, one of the tricks that we found is that the size of the team has an impact. Another trick that we found is having big, big, significant and weighty kickoffs wherein all the kind of planning and thinking and whiteboarding happens, um, especially if there's video. Um, one of the things that I was appreciating, some somebody say, I can't remember who it was, maybe Ryan Singer recently, is that um, what they found was the important aspects of these sorts of meetings are really that you have multiple people together in one place taking notes and one person is sharing a computer screen. And so that's something you can do remotely or not. Uh, So when you do a kickoff, you got one person who shares the screen and either they're writing those notes on a whiteboard, which is what it is when I lead. You know, Every single time I lead one of these kickoffs, I, I have a webcam that's devoted to my whiteboard and we talk and I take notes on the whiteboard and we take pictures of the whiteboard afterwards. Or maybe you're a Google Docs kind of person where one person's sharing the screen of the Google Docs but everybody else could log in and actually make changes to it, whatever. Ever. These kind of collaborative experience of, is, uh, experiences of discovery lead to the point where even when we do have to split up and do individual programming tasks, we kind of have this shared vision and this shared work kind of to discover what we're actually doing here. And there's a ton more to talk about. I mean, this is a much bigger topic than you can fit into five minutes. But I just want to say that, like, there we must, we must. So, first of all, you must acknowledge that there are aspects of remote that are better, that just are. And then second of all you got to acknowledge that there are aspects of remote that are worse. And then third of all, you got to say, if we're willing to do remote because there's so many clear benefits, how can we not just say, well, remote's better because it allows us to do this and this? How can we say remote's worse in these ways, and we want to be the type of team that mitigates that worseness, and here's the things we're going to do to battle that. And I would love to hear from you, dear listeners, what things have you and your teams or other people you've heard about done to mitigate the the, the losses of being remote? And how, what have you done to kind of really increase the power? power of team collaboration in a remote environment send me tools sell, send me tricks whatever you got let me know at stuff matt and twitter at, at five minute geek show on twitter all that kind of stuff i'd love to hear okay we're out of time thanks for listening listening to the five minute geek show we're at five minute geek show on twitter number five five minute geek f-i-v-e subscribe to us itunes rss uh plaster a billboard in your town about how much you love five minute geek show print out a five minute geek show t-shirt and wear it around um tattoo it on your forehead Thanks. That's it. 5-Minute Geek Show. 5-Minute Geek Show. 5-Minute Geek... Yeah. That's it. Alright, good job, bud. 5-Minute Geek Show. Yeah! Perfect.